0: Welcome to the Drink Local Podcast. We are finally back, believe it or not. My name is William. I am with Misa, and I just started the show because she was (laughs) pouring a beer. She was not ready for me to start the show. But you know what? I mean, I don't think anyone was expecting this right now because it's been about three months. It's been three months since that's crazy. The season
1: changed. Yeah. We missed an entire season.
0: I can't say. That we've been busy, <laughs> but a lot of things have happened, and so what we're gonna do today is we want to bring everybody back up to date. Mm-hmm. You know, bring ourselves back up to date. Yes. Reflect on some things that we yeah. haven't had the chance to talk about. Some of the beers yeah. that we've been enjoying, you know, over the summer.
1: Yeah, like this is like the uh, the recap episode. But, like, a good one because you're, you're it's actually stuff you haven't watched, right? Yeah, you know, it's like you know how shows have recap episodes, yeah, because it's and not it's like
0: not, it's, not really, just, a, it it's not, not really a recap, <laughs> we're not recapping, it's more of a bottle cap because we drink local, you know. So, you that's why what I'm gonna do is just tell you a little bit about us. That's what we do, apparently, over here, right? <laughs> okay, so we are avid, long time craft beer enthusiasts. We aren't industry insiders. We are not Cicerones. And we certainly aren't brewers. I don't know why I said that like <laughs> I fucking hate brewers. Like I was actually thinking I was actually thinking about brewing a beer soon. I know. So, and it,
1: I mean and and like I've I've done it before. Yeah, I know. You I don't know. know I, yeah, I, I, I don't know what that I don't that, I, wouldn't call that prejudice myself, was. I wouldn't call myself a brewer. <laughs> I wouldn't even call myself a home brewer. I don't think I'd done it enough to be able to say that really.
0: I said yeah. it like how people say socialists. Like we've been saying it like with a weird, in a weird shitty way so long that yeah, yeah, you see, we're mad about yeah, it anymore. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah, but yeah. So we certainly aren't brewers. <laughs> um, what we are is people just like you, just some people who really really unless love beer.
1: <laughs> unless
0: you are a brewer, unless you're a brewer, we are not unless, you. Like you at all. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, so, we've been drinking craft beer for over 15 years, and during that time, our passion for craft beer has informed so many of our experiences, whether it's tourism, which we have not done any of in a <laughs> long time, our culinary preferences, once again, I have not done very much by way of the uh, culinary avenues, yeah. and the types of activities that we got, that we do for fun, no fun. <laughs> no fun everything yeah have not been doing anything fun uh, craft beer has played a role but hey you know what we hey, have no, we, been we have. lots of craft beer yeah. and we have had lots of fun yeah that's indoors. what we're gonna we're talking about. bottle
1: cap today <laughs> yeah
0: that's right that's what we're gonna bottle cap today so yeah so let's celebrate with some beers yep. and we'll have you open one up and, up, and we'll right. talk about what we got going
1: on yeah yeah we should have opened the one that I was just pouring when we started it because it actually had a really nice uh Sound. It was a cork. Ooh, Still got it. <laughs> yeah, so that, that was a clean <laughs> open. You thought I was going to mess up <laughs> with all this time in between. You think I haven't been practicing opening beers? <laughs> got a lot of practice doing that. All right. All
0: right, so let's uh. Cheers. 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 All right. All I want right. to get a better sound oh. from that. What? I want to get a better sound. I want to get the edge. There we go. Mmm, <laughs> it's a sour.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm. So, so that one, the one Williams drinking right now, was uh, is in like a small cork bottle.
0: Yeah, like a like a like a Trappist style yes. bottle.
1: Uh, it, it's I don't even know how to say this. Fream. Freem?
0: Yeah, so P
1: F R I E M.
0: Before we describe the actual beer, mm-hmm. I just wanna provide a little bit of background okay. on the beers. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. We've been sitting on these beers Yes. for about three months. We've been sitting mm-hmm. on these beers for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Uh since before our last podcast, at least. Oh yeah, way before that. Yeah. Um, More than we, three months. We, we received them mm-hmm. from some friends of ours mm-hmm. who live in Oregon, mm-hmm. and they are beer enthusiasts. Mm-hmm. They are very, uh, they have very good taste in beer, mm-hmm. very good mm-hmm. taste in beer, and they've been, you know, really cool friends since mm-hmm. we've met them. Yep. You know, and so um, we, we did a beer exchange. Mm-hmm. We. They sent us some beers, and we sent them some beers. Mm-hmm. They sent us a few more than <laughs> we sent them. So we may owe them some beers, mm-hmm. but all the same, we've been enjoying them. So we drank yeah. about half of the beers, yeah. and we'll talk about what those were. Um, if we can. I don't know. She made a face. Like, I don't know where to, I have that information stored. Um, <laughs> I and, think I a lot of photos since then. Yeah. So,
1: like, it's there
0: somewhere. And... We are going to describe these beers. Mm-hmm. Then we're gonna get into a little bit about just our Oregon beer experience. We we'll talk a little bit about it, not too much today. Yeah. Give you the updates on us. Talk a little bit about mm-hmm. LA sports because it's a really exciting time for us.
1: It's true. And is. then
0: we're gonna do a supersized. What made you want to drink? And we're not gonna take any questions. We are just mm-hmm. gonna talk about all of the things that have made us want to drink over the past few months, mm-hmm. of which there have been many things. Yes. So, now, mm-hmm. please introduce some beers to us.
1: Okay. Well, first of all, so I we did uh, post all the beers that they sent us on our Instagram, uh, and it says June twenty seventh. June. So that's a long it's time like. Ago. Almost four months ago.
0: Yeah, yeah, That that's like what? That's like what? Uh, 16 mooches ago? <laughs> I don't know.
1: <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not as good at counting in mooches as you are.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, it's literally... What is it, uh, 10 days? Yeah, it's, it, oh, it's intense. Okay. So okay. it shouldn't be that hard.
1: Okay. <laughs> I wasn't care. sure. Like, I, but, I didn't... I wasn't sure what
0: the... Uh... I estimated, so... Mm-hmm. Someone's gonna check my math, and I'm sure mine was off too. So okay. I'm copying to that right now.
1: All right. So the the one it, with the cork that we opened is a barrel aged. Uh, what is it called? Old Creek. So it's uh, was it? Mm-hmm yeah so it's a sour mm-hmm. adding fresh Mosier cherries to our barrel aged lambic inspired yeah, it's very, it's very ale cherry, lambic yeah. inspired ale is thrilling but 10 months later flavors of cherry pie and the dry tangy finish are even more satisfying yeah I think creek I want to say usually is like cherries. cherry yeah, yeah. using cherries
0: right
1: I think so but it's really good. It's yeah. like it has this nice uh red color. Mm-hmm. And when we poured it, like the, the um carbonation, like you could hear the carbonation, like mm-hmm. and it was
0: And the bottle is like the mm-hmm. uh the sticker that they put in the bottle mm-hmm. is really cool too. So they have like a really classy logo. Like this seems like mm-hmm. something that like you would find in like you know like your well not mine and not hers but someone's uncle's attic like in Austria and it's like in like a crate covered in dust and you blow dust off the crate (laughs) and then you get your uh, crowbar and you open the crate and what's in there? Frame. (laughs) Just a whole bunch of it. It's delicious. Creek.
1: Creek, yeah. Um, I, I love, like, the the wreath kind of around it is very, like, geometric, and it's, like, really yeah. cool, actually. It's, it's, like, classic, but kind of, like, modern-looking, too, you know?
0: We've been doing this thing where... 2019 barrel-aged. So. When we want to talk about the bottle, mm-hmm. we both want to hold it. It's, it's really funny to me. No, but I'm it's because we're, like, to... both examining it okay. very thoroughly.
1: No, I was just trying to read the name because they don't... I'm trying to find it on their
0: website, but whatever. Well, there was also another free beer. Yeah. Was, is it this two? Uh, we drank the other one a long time ago. It was yeah, a different... The other
1: one was... Oh, I have the picture. Sauvignon Blanc Golden
0: Ale. That was really good. Mm-hmm. That was a really good beer. Yeah. I was very impressed by that, and so... Our friends, their names are Dan and Amber. Mm-hmm. I don't think that they will mind if we say that. I like mean, those are common names. I
1: feel like we mentioned I'm sure. this whole beer I'm sure. exchange and we might have mentioned them. I'm sure.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, so, oh, really good. my favorite thing about this beer mm-hmm. is just how it's supposedly barrel-aged, mm-hmm. but the flavor just seems like a standard aged beer hmm. like it just like I think it's I didn't get all of the I didn't get all of the normal things that I would expect I think from it's barrel beers I
1: think it's barrel aged but it's not barrel aged in like a bourbon barrel or yeah. you know what I mean that's more I'm thinking it's of just too. it's Aged in a barrel, but I don't think the barrel had something in it beforehand. You know what I mean? Yeah, so that's like why like, or... I, I was thinking of like wine barrels. Yeah, like, yeah, you know, like yeah. Like... I, I don't, that's why you don't have that like extra flavor of something. It's just aged in a barrel. I see. Instead of I whatever see. metal, I'm assuming.
0: So Dan and Amber, uh-huh. when they chose these beers, and this was a carefully curated... Set of beers. I can really tell that because they chose beers from a variety of styles Mm -hmm. and from a variety of really good breweries, Mm -hmm. including breweries that we had wanted to try. We were in Oregon, Mm -hmm. but we never had the opportunity to, Mm -hmm. such as Occidental. Mm -hmm. So we have a Hefeweizen Mm -hmm. from Occidental. And I feel like this might be the first Hefeweizen Mm -hmm. that we've had on Drink Local. I think
1: so. It might be. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's good. It's like, oh wow, it's a limited edition can.
0: Oh really? Celebrate St. Is... John's. That can't. I don't roles. know what that
1: means. Celebrate St. John's. The Saint.
0: This is unlike any hefeweizen, right. That I've ever. had. I
1: know it's like different.
0: And it is like one of the clearest hefeweizens. Yeah,
1: that's true. That I've ever like,
0: Hefeweizens, I think they tend to be a little bit cloudy. Mm-hmm. Um, and you get a lot of the, you know, Hefeweizens to me are the closest beers like liquid bread. Like you get a Mm -hmm. lot of body Mm -hmm. when you drink a Hefeweizen. This is like a surprisingly light bodied beer for Mm -hmm. a style like that. But then all of the Hefeweizen flavors come through on the back end. You know, it's not front loaded, but the first sip is beer. Like it's like. It's like the first sip is like that thirst quenching quality that you want Mm -hmm. from like a crisp German beer.
1: Yeah, it it really does kind of have like a crisp apple flavor.
0: Mm. I mean, this is probably the best Hefeweizen that I can remember having in a few years. I can't think of it. Like, I can't can't even...
1: They're saying that it's of the classic Bavarian variety. Made with 70% wheat. It's delicious. Lightly hopped German Hallertauer. It's refreshing and slightly dry with the beginning banana and clove notes that give away the provenance of the true Weizen yeast we use. Hmm. I wonder if it's like... Yeah, I wonder if it is the... uh, like the uh, yeast.
0: It's fantastic. It's good. It's delicious. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this next beer.
1: Wait, we didn't talk about the. I know on
0: purpose. Oh, that's okay. why I pointed right to it to try to silently make sure that we went right to that one without going to that one. <laughs> Sorry.
1: While your plan is foiled. <laughs> yeah. By your own wife. <clears throat> Great notion, brewing. Ripe India Pale Ale.
0: There you go. You tried it already? Mm-hmm. Okay. Tell me about it.
1: Oh, I don't know. I was drinking mm. <laughs> other stuff.
0: Uh, this is the one with the uh, mango steam? I don't think so. No, it's so. not.
1: This one is actually kind of cloudy. So yeah, this, this is one...
0: Like a, but it has so much... It has like so many tropical flavors. Mm-hmm. Inside of it. That's why I thought it was the mango steam. Um but no, it's a different one. But there there, there there are so many tropical notes in this beer.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean it is called Ripe. So let's see.
0: What is their deal? Okay, so while she's reading that, I'll tell you about the can. So great notion. Another Oregon brewery. They make really good beer, and they have fantastic can art. I remember when I was actually looking at Amber's social media, and she would post pictures of some of the cans, and I was so enthralled every time. I always was <laughs> like, I wish I could drink that beer. Mm-hmm. I It looks amazing, and the art's amazing. I want to know more about this brewery, and so here we are now. And this is a Portland brewery.
1: Yeah, so this one, it, it it does say it's like a hazy IPA with notes of mango and papaya.
0: I see. It's the papaya that I was getting.
1: Hmm.
0: Yeah. Um, mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, so the other one that we drank already that they sent us was Overglow from um, Great Notion.
0: Okay, that was the mango skein beer. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That, was that was a really good, good beer, too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's
1: when we were like, mango. Mango steen is not. As looks nothing like a mango. It's a totally yeah. Different, we found out that there was two different yeah. things. Yeah. Well, I I kind of knew, and then but, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, it's more
1: like a lychee. It looks more like a lychee.
0: So, this last beer. Mm-hmm. The reason why I wanted to hold off for this last beer mm-hmm. is because it is from Bearlick mm-hmm. Beer Company. Mm-hmm. In Portland. Right. And Bearlic is a brewery that we are very familiar with. Mm -hmm. We went there. Mm -hmm. They have multiple locations.
1: Multiple? Yeah, they have at least two. Really?
0: Yeah, they they have a they have a tap room Mm -hmm. and they have a brewery. Oh I'm pretty sure that's the case. And the tap room may also brew beer. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's the case. I could be wrong though, you know. Oh no, it
1: says locations,
0: so yeah. Stranger things have happened. Um so, it's being, a tap
1: room and brewery is in one place, and then they have a beer garden and food pod. Food pod sounds like some Portland shit.
0: Yeah, honestly, a food <laughs> like a food pod sounds like <laughs> something that people in Silicon Valley eat. Uh-huh. Like, uh huh. Like when they had the uh, soylent craze. Mm-hmm. Remember soylent? Yeah,
1: soylent. there was a
0: craze. Well, who the fuck is eating Soylent now, or or, or drinking it? Consu- who is consuming Soylent on this world now?
1: Who was consuming
0: it before? Well, mostly the guy who invented it. Oh well, yeah, I mean and that doesn't really, really cow. <laughs> he looks weird. Um, but the, yeah, the worst so, name.
1: Um,
0: but that sounds like a food pot. You know, it's like it's like <laughs> it's like a, a coffee pod which they made.
1: Like oh uh huh. And now, like, t- tide pods. So, you're thinking about, like, little pods. Yeah. Small ones that yeah. fit in your hand. Yes. Okay. I'm thinking more like a pod that you sit in, like a little, like a like a tiny little space.
0: Uh, well, that's, that's coming next. That's the pandemic invention. The food pod that you're talking about, where we just... Yeah, it, I bars. mean, I feel
1: like that's what it is. Because it says it's in Rose City Park.
0: Listen. So... We're proud
1: to have 10 of the best food carts around for all your food needs. So it's some sort of food cart situation.
0: Okay. Yeah. Food carts? Food pods. Food pods, excuse me. Yeah. (laughs) So this beer. Yes. It's called Dream Life. Mm -hmm. For some reason, I kept thinking it was called Dream of Life. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. Like a uh, songs in the key of life from Stevie Wonder. Like I was like <laughs> thinking like something like that, you know. But it's Dream Life.
1: For some reason, I kept thinking it was Dream On.
0: <laughs> so we're both like in a musical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and of course,
1: it was playing in my head.
0: <laughs> was super? Meyer lemon mm-hmm. and sea salt farmhouse ale. Mm-hmm. So supposedly this is a farmhouse ale. Mm-hmm. Now. We've had this one before. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I can't remember how it tastes. But I remember feeling like I don't feel that farmhouse quality to it. You just tried it right now. Mm-hmm. Am I misremembering?
1: Um, I mean, I guess if you're thinking like I like farmhouse in like, the like sense of like a funky yeah, thing, like a, yeah. there is not really any funk in there. Mm. But it is it's tasty. A farmhouse in the sense that it's probably, I'm guessing, like 4%. I see. You know, is like... That,
0: does, does percentage make a beer a farmhouse? I'm not... Uh,
1: that idea. Yeah, because I thought the idea was that these, like, farmers in France were just drinking this instead of water. They still got to work, you know? It's just, like... So it's, like, low alcohol percentage, but yeah. does it doesn't work. Why are you looking at me like that? Because I'm
0: just, well, because I I didn't know how to navigate.
1: It's literally 4%. I didn't know how to
0: navigate Uh what you said Uh with my stereotypes of French people, which are somewhat disrespectful. I'm like, wait, I thought that they're just all drunk all the time, drinking wine. I mean. And I I feel like mm -hmm. depending on what you do on a farm, there are some jobs where it's like, oh, you can drink all day. And there's some job where it's like, oh, you should never drink. You'll get your arm chopped off or something. Okay. Like So I don't really know where, like, how it's for farmers. Like, this okay, bread. so it
1: makes sense. All right. So farmhouse ale is an ancient European tradition where farmers brewed beer for consumption on the farm from their own grain. Makes sense. They're Damn. like, ah, we got some grain. Let's make some beer. Most farmers would brew for Christmas and or the late summer work. That I know it more as like a summer thing, but in areas where they had enough grains, farmers would use beer as the everyday drink.
0: What I really like about the uh, drink life. Uh
1: huh. Yeah. When when beer is safer than water, so mm-hmm. that's why you know. Now
0: see, I thought that we had confirmed that beer being safer than water ever mm-hmm. was a an urban legend.
1: You know what? It's funny because that part. I'm looking at Wikipedia. Uh, You know how Wikipedia, they'll have like a little uh, uh, number for the reference at the bottom? This one, it says, after the sentence, this was in a time when it was safer to drink beer than water. It says, when, on it, as like a little note. So... Somebody's calling them out. On yeah, the, on, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. This. Like I
0: thought that we had confirmed that this was an urban legend. Maybe
1: this is some shit that they were telling themselves, so they had a reason to just be like, ah, you know, this this is safer. Like my stomach. And is- like,
0: if there was ever a time mm-hmm. that this was a thing, mm-hmm. like, why isn't like Budweiser in Flint, in Flint, Michigan, right now, just like giving everybody beer,
1: Give I everybody low alcohol
0: beer? Like, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Because like, they're a business. That's a such thing. Damn, you made it sad. Sorry. Business. Not, we're not in the business of saving lives. No. <laughs> the business of taking them. Um, so, yeah. All right. So this beer, um, what I really like about it mm. is you can really taste the uh, lemon infusion. Mm-hmm. So it makes it like a very, very drinkable beer. Mm -hmm. So when I think of a farmhouse ale, like Mm -hmm. I said, I think of like Saison. Mm -hmm. I think of spicier Mm -hmm. beers. Mm -hmm. And those are a little more challenging, I think, to consume in the sense that you're drinking them slower.
1: Hmm.
0: I don't think that you're guzzling. I don't consider farmhouse ales guzzlers, but I know that there are people who have different styles of consumption than i do Mm. um but this beer is more along the lines of something that i would probably drink really fast yeah
1: i mean this one definitely we've already
0: had the most of it and it's the last one we've started
1: yeah i mean it's definitely like a summertime i mean it has like waves on it you know um it's like a summer time and you said you could taste like the lemon Mm -hmm. but like like but I, I was gonna say, like I taste the sea salt in the sense that it. Well, I taste them both. Yeah, you know, like it. Ha- it's not like it's salty, but you kind of.
0: But like, okay, get I, it
1: balancing. I'll put the it weird. like this:
0: When is the last time you were like having some tacos mm-hmm. and were like, you know, what would be good with this, a farmhouse ale? <laughs> Never. But this is the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is okay. The one! Okay, so
1: saison's are Belgian. You know, uh-huh. so there's different farmhouse ales. Different countries have different kind of styles. I guess saison's kind of more the famous one mm-hmm. from Belgium. Uh, in France, they're called Beard de garde, which, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it just depends on what the style and interpretation is.
0: Mm-hmm. No.
1: But, yeah, this is definitely a good, refreshing beer.
0: Yeah. So, Berlix? can Mm -hmm. is very very clean and simple Mm -hmm. i really enjoy designs like this and i find barely to be one of those Mm -hmm. can't miss breweries Mm -hmm. if you have the opportunity
1: yeah like design wise like even inside the the the, um Yeah, yeah
0: it's all it's all really cool
1: yeah yeah um Yeah, I remember they had – I don't know if it's still there. They might have changed it up by now because it was several years ago that we were there. But they had, like, little posters, like screen-printed posters of, like, different beer uh, styles or something. It was really cool. Like, they should – I don't know if they sell prints. I feel like they should sell, like, screen-printed posters.
0: So we love Oregon beer. I -hmm. think that Oregon is brewing – some of the best beer on the West side, or the West Coast, Mm -hmm. rather. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, I guess that I shouldn't say I think with that, because that's not even up for debate. But, the one thing that I've been thinking lately Mm -hmm. is about Portland and Oregon. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: I mean, I I, I say Portland more because I'm more familiar Mm -hmm. with Portland as a... you know, boots on the ground, uh-huh. you know. Uh-huh. Uh, but uh, they're IPAs. Uh-huh. So I've been thinking a lot about Portland IPAs because uh-huh. I really feel like before hazy IPAs were invented, uh-huh. I think that we had a particular idea of what a New England style IPA was. Uh-huh. And it was a bit more malt infused uh-huh. than like a dank, Hoppy, right like right. S- like San Diego right style
1: yeah IPAs.
0: but Portland IPAs uh-huh. are in my opinion they uh-huh. tend to be more balanced mm-hmm. when it comes to malt and, and hops. hop, uh that that marriage right you know uh-huh. and so what you get is something that is more reminiscent of what we used to call New England IPAs mm-hmm than what we see when we get a New England IPA, right. which is a hazy IPA now. Right, right, okay? right. So yeah, like, I mean, the
1: one we're having right now, this is a hazy, so it's different.
0: So they're, uh-huh. right, right. Yeah. That's, that's the particularly a one hazy is different. IPA. Right. Um, but, they're dis- but they're distinguishing right. between hazy right. and, and IPA. And I don't right. think people have started finally just calling it hazy.
1: Yeah, I feel like you have to because it's just so different. Like. Yeah,
0: well, well, because, I mean, even if you get a hazy IPA, mm-hmm. You, you, don't know yeah, you don't know what in what the spectrum of Hazy it's right. going be. And right. if you get a New England IPA, though, you might be expecting a particular kind of balance. right And you get a Hazy IPA. Right. And that's where the confusion that annoys me sets right. in, you know? Yeah, I but, feel
1: like people stopped kind of using that right. terminology, New England IPA. But my point
0: yeah. is simply that they have a very distinct... IPA flavor Hmm. from my experience Mm -hmm. right now Mm -hmm. that is kind of going away Hmm. everywhere else Mm -hmm. as Mm -hmm. far as you can just get, like, you can order an IPA and feel safe that you're going to get this flavor profile Mm -hmm. that you want. And I think that, you know, since we are drink local, Mm. you know, I am very conscious of regional flavor profiles. Right, right. You know? Yeah. So... You know, I really like that, and that's a style that I've really been a huge fan of. Mm -hmm. So I just wanted to talk about that a little bit, Um, but I don't want to talk too much longer on Oregon, because Oregon, everyone knows about that. Like, Drink Local, you know, we're more about trying to bring attention to scenes that maybe people aren't aware of, Mm -hmm. you know? Uh, But everyone knows that you can go to a beer mecca in Oregon. Yeah. 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 So, but but we might revisit it at some point because there are a lot of breweries there that we want to talk about.
1: Yeah, and there's like a a few like bars that we went to that mm-hmm. offer you know if you yeah, don't any get to bar go, you go to, to right, right, right. to have a great
0: selection. Yeah, it's true. Of local brews, like they're they're ready.
1: Yeah, yeah. They're ready. Yeah, it would be nice if we ever, you know, go up there again. Um, to be able to like kind of go outside of Portland to visit some of the breweries, like outside of yeah, no, totally. You know, well, I want to do, yeah, so I want
0: to do you know, Bitter nice. Oregon, you know, mm-hmm. I would like to do that'd that nice. at some point when it's summertime, yeah, and you know, safe, you know, yeah. Um,
1: I mean, we'll see,
0: yeah, well, when, it, when, when it's not as uh, as polarized as yes. it is right now, mm-hmm. you know, so. Yep. It is what it is, you know. But mm. uh, even then, you know, our, our, our friends mm. told us that you know um, the way that uh, the the uh, way that people's lifestyles are mm-hmm. and the portrayal mm. on the media mm. are two totally different things. Right. And we believe that, right? Right? Uh, and yeah, they don't like
1: live in the city right, though, right, right? Right? But yeah, right. Totally.
0: But like you know, um, let uh, you know the media tell it. And mm-hmm. it's a twenty four hour war zone. Right, right, you know? yeah. No, it's crazy. But that's not actually what's going <laughs> yeah. uh but there but the skirmishes are there. Like it's happening. Right. The uh the the uh social experiment of America is happening right in there. Yeah. Happening there. I know. Happening right there, you know? Uh it's all of it. Mm-hmm. Uh history is happening right there. Yeah. So anyway though, what we're gonna do okay. is yes. get right into what made you wanna drink. Oh. Okay? Okay. So, I know Uh what the first thing that made you want to drink is, so I'm just going to say it for you. Oh. Congratulations, champion. Oh! Congratulations, champion. Congratulations to you! Hey, I appreciate that. You know, we are LA natives. Well, I'm not, but yeah. You've been here, though, for most of your life now.
1: I've been here longer than anywhere I've ever been.
0: Yeah. So... (laughs) but I, I I was born here. Yeah. No. And the Lakers won a championship, you well, know, we got did. the the pandemic championship. Crazy shit. It was a
1: uh, It was crazy.
0: Yeah. You know, it was in a this was an amazing journey, but yeah. you know, and um I kind of want to recap it a little bit. Yeah. But I'm going to let her Oh. recap it from the Lakers standpoint but like <laughs> wait
1: from the Lakers standpoint well, I'm you...
0: assuming that, that that you can't just recap this year in NBA uh absent of bias I don't feel oh I don't feel that well, way you want to
1: recap the entire NBA well I just
0: want to say real quick like a couple of sentences on what has been going on you know oh okay okay, so, okay
1: yeah so I think that like the last time we did the podcast it was like late July so that's it's actually literally when uh, the players were starting to congregate to Orlando. We might have mentioned it. Mm-hmm. So basically... Uh, we didn't believe this was going to... We didn't what? know. We didn't know. I mean, I I didn't not believe. I think
0: we were skeptical. But I
1: was like, we'll see. Like, it was kind of open-ended. So, so basically, the NBA season usually starts actually right about now, this time of year. Um... Is uh, when the I think the preseason had started, and then yeah. maybe like next week is like maybe what the first game of the season, right? So that's kind of what the uh, NBA season looks like, and then it goes on till uh, April. The regular season goes until April, and then there's the playoffs and whatever, and the finals usually end around in June. So back in March. The NBA got canceled and we probably talked about it. So it got shut down because there was a case of, of, of a player who got, who got tested for COVID. And this was like in March, be- like right around the time people were like, oh, shit, we need to start working from home. And all the states were like, everybody was like, there was like a lockdown, basically.
0: Now, I want to talk about this, okay. that instance, that yeah. instance, because that was... It seems like so long ago. It seems so long ago. When that happened, it's okay, so crazy. And so this was one of the first mainstream yeah. cases of coronavirus in America. Yeah. Okay. All right. And this, this player, uh, what's his name? Rudy. Rudy Gobert. Gobert. Yeah. Rudy Gobert. In retrospect, it's like it's still the funniest <laughs> thing ever. Everyone was like, there's this thing going around. Right. It's called coronavirus, mm-hmm. and it's fucking people up. Right. And Rudy Gobert was like, that's ridiculous. That's silly. And, well, he didn't think it was, like, he didn't, like, he wasn't, like, saying it was a hoax or anything. But he no, was no, just, no. like, you know, he was not taking it seriously. Yeah, he was like, was like LOL. Like, and so then, <laughs> and then he proceeded to just... Touch everyone's microphone. All the media's microphone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like like at a post-game conference. And then the next day, (laughs) the next day, they were like, Rudy Gobert has tested positive. I don't think
1: it was the next
0: day, but it was definitely that same week. Listen. The same week. For the sake of a good story, never interrupt a good story with facts. That's something that we should learn (laughs) Uh, to understand. Hey, Um,
1: there's so much disinformation going on. I need a fucking fact check shit. I'm sorry.
0: I'm sorry. Okay? So, Anyway. Like, okay. Got to fact check my own show. The point is, mm-hmm. um, karmically hilarious timing was uh, Rudy Gobert has coronavirus. Right. And then every, the the na- international media was plastered with his sheepish long face, you know, <laughs> just being like, oh my God, I totally screwed up, when he was apologetic, and the NBA shut down immediately. Immediately. And that was the first of the major American corporations to shut down immediately, Mm -hmm. okay? And then, you know, fast forward to now, Mm -hmm. they took several steps and they became the leading COVID response (laughs) corporation in America. The NBA, some dudes playing basketball. Okay, like, I'm not going to get into the idea of, Highlighting the level of governmental failure that we're experiencing <laughs> we but, all know, but some dudes playing basketball yep. mm-hmm. were the leading yep. response mm-hmm. in the United States <laughs> yep. to a Deadly disease that has killed yep. hundreds of mm-hmm. thousands of people. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay now I The reason I'm talking about this is mm-hmm. because I remember thinking about how stupid uh. Rudy Gobert was and laughing and laughing and laughing at him. Yeah, Fast forward to several months, we had all the information, and we as a country pulled a Rudy. We yep. pulled a Rudy. We did the same thing. Yep. We were like, we were like, oh, coronavirus, fuck it. Press on. Mm-hmm. Yep. Touch all the mics, fuck it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. literally what yeah. they did at yeah.
1: the fucking White House. Anyway.
0: Yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So, then, so, <coughs> so the league shut down. And all the other sports that was going on at the time had to fucking shut down too. And basically, so there was, they were like, all right, we're going to like restart maybe, you know, this is when we were still like, oh, we're going to like get back to it in like a month or whatever when we all thought like we're going to go back to the office and be working like from the office in like however many weeks or whatever, you know, which I was like. Why do you think this is going to be over? It's not going to be over, you know? But um, so then basically the NBA decides we're going to do this bubble thing in Orlando. Some of the media and staff were in, in this bubble, so-called bubble, um, before all the players came, so the longest the people were there, they were there for over a hundred days. Okay, yeah. this is how long they were in there, um, and zero fucking cases because okay,
0: right, zero. So they had entire zero, time they had over hundred days. Right, zero every cases. other league has had cases yep. and things like that. Yep. Whatever, who cares? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but what we did have was <laughs> the best story of someone not getting it but still getting kicked out, which was... <laughs> the
1: only guy that actually yeah, got kicked out.
0: Which was this player, who was really good in the playoffs, kind of a breakout playoff star, like, like or a oh. breakout bubble guy. Like He played well. He they played needed well. him. The uh, Houston Rockets mm-hmm. had a player named Daniel House, mm-hmm. who is a married father of at least three.
1: Three, yeah. I think three, yeah.
0: And he... I don't know how to describe what he did. He basically, he got so horny Mm -hmm. that he risked the bubble for everyone. Mm -hmm. He, somehow, he ended up meeting one of the coronavirus testers. Yes. And... (laughs)
1: Because you can't bring outside people right. into this bubble, right? But there are people, because this is all at the Walt Disney uh, fucking resort in Orlando, okay? But the staff working for Disney, like, they don't have a, you know, like a union like the players and all this do. So they weren't, like, staying in the bubble. They're going home in and out, whatever. But uh, Even the testers? I would think so.
0: I wouldn't. See, I would assume that, the, that, that, like, how can you be a tester if we're not sure... I don't know, that maybe. In, that, that, yeah, that, that, maybe. That you're not... Yeah, maybe they were staying there,
1: anymore. but maybe they just have strict Anyway, codes, though... Whatever. Anyway but they though, have though, a past.
0: Yeah, so we're gonna go right. all the way past <laughs> all of the logistics and minor details. We, You know, if you want to get all that, you can read Zach Lowe or some shit. <laughs> Alright? Um, what we're gonna talk about yep. is that there was a point where uh, the lady disappeared. And his door was open, right? For a while, and then everyone was like, "Something happened." He was denying everything. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: she was blaming somebody else. Yeah, another
0: player ended, <laughs> got
1: ended, dragged into it for no reason. I still yeah,
0: don't understand. She, so she swiped her way all the way to his room. Yeah, and like, like, they, like they had records of this. Like, yeah. it, like it was also dumb. And so then they, they they recognized that it was him, and they kicked him out of the bubble in the middle of the playoffs Mm -hmm. and his team suffered for it and they lost it was bad he tanked he tanked his team well
1: yeah what's crazy is that his team literally went home the next day
0: well it was the the next day yeah it was the next day Uh, yeah no but he was investigated
1: right so he couldn't play numerous
0: games right but like he's the next like yeah they'd already caught him like, right 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 was, so he
1: he so didn't like, play one yeah, game but he was still there right. but when he got his, kicked out his down, problem
0: affected yeah. multiple games
1: Yeah at games. least two at least two
0: Yeah I think it was more like three Um I think it was yeah. more but it, it could but it, at least two like you yeah. said Okay but the point it okay, the point is though that if we were taking bets on who would be the horniest person and like like who would be in the bubble the person to risk everybody's life uh-huh. for some sex, uh-huh. we probably would have said it would have been a player on the Houston Rockets, <laughs> but we wouldn't have said him, you know?
1: Yeah, I mean, I honestly didn't, a, I didn't even know he had three kids. You have to go home.
0: Yeah. Like, you can't go home. No, right?
1: he, like, it's crazy because he had to go home and... No,
0: I know. You have to go home, but your your wife and three kids are waiting for you there. I know. And I mean, knows. did he
1: go home? It's Who just the knows? the most
0: high-profile mess I've ever seen. I don't know. But yep. all I know, I don't know if you ever made it home, but all I know is that I seen a picture of him on Instagram that he posted where he's like, everything's fine. Really? He, yeah. But he had this <laughs> smile on his face. Oh, boy. Like the dog in the this is fine meme. Oh, like boy, everything man. was burning around. He looked like he was pained. He looked like. Oh,
1: yeah, for the sure. messed up. No, he it is. It up. is. You fucking embarrassed everybody out here. Your, 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 your family name. The house name!
0: See, I think he only embarrassed himself. I think he only embarrassed himself. I don't think he embarrassed I mean, he family. definitely
1: embarrassed his wife. Because if I was his wife, I'd be fucking embarrassed.
0: Do wives feel embarrassed?
1: Yes, because they're going to be looking at you like a certain way too. Even though uh, you I'm didn't curious, do anything.
0: I'm, I'm curious about that. No, I don't know if it's like embarrassment or, 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 or rage about betrayal. Both. 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 Yeah. Both. Well, like, all I know is Rage
1: against, uh, uh, towards the husband, embarrassment towards the world.
0: This reminds me of a story, though.
1: Sorry, I'm looking at you like.
0: Yeah, I know, I was scared. I know, I know, like, I did something. Yeah, you that, didn't that, do that anything. Energy, like, I'm sorry. You know, no, I, no, I'm
1: speaking on behalf of wives.
0: I know, it reminds me of a story. <laughs> so, I remember when I was hanging out with your friend Monique, mm-hmm. okay? I can say my friend, too. I've known her for mm-hmm. 15 years.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> um. So, uh, this was, and this was a long time ago. This was back in, before Barack Obama was president. Shit. Okay? And we were hanging out with her. And Monique, you know, she, she, she's white. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh,
0: she looks at me and she goes, He better not cheat on her. Oh, about, bro, about uh, Obama. About, yeah, yeah, yeah. About yeah Michelle I remember. Obama. Mm-hmm. And you know, because I mean, presidents have a history of, of cheating on their wives. You know, if you yeah, look at, yeah. and, you know, she's like he, but she said, if he cheats on her, I will feel like he cheated on me, <laughs> and I will never forget that energy.
1: I don't think she was even married at that. She point. wasn't married. She wasn't even dating <laughs> anyone. but yes, I, I wasn't even married at that point. <laughs>
0: I will never forget that energy. That's the energy that I just felt from you right now <laughs> when you're mad <laughs> about how he embarrassed his wife. So mm-hmm. now I understand because I'm like, is it embarrassment? Because like I'm not going to be embarrassed by what somebody else did, but I'll be mad at them though, you know? Yeah. So,
1: In, like, no matter how I feel about it, you know, I mean, I'm not saying I like, you know, like the wife, you know, no matter how they might be feeling about it people are gonna either say some shit to her directly or say some shit to her indirectly you know or be talking behind her back or whatever they're still gonna be talking about it they're looking they're gonna be looking at him they're gonna sympathize with her but they're also gonna be looking at her a certain way too. some people
0: well i feel like that happens to nba wives anyway But I guess now they have concrete ammunition. Because, like, think about, like, you know, like, Aisha Curry, Mm -hmm. Steph Curry's wife. Mm -hmm. She's someone who just gets a lot of crap, you know? she really does. For, you know, reasons unbeknownst to me, really, you know?
1: Her hair's blonde. Now she's fucking trending because her hair's blonde.
0: Well... I don't even want to talk about that. Um <laughs> I'll leave it at that. But because I, I, I have energy behind that too. I okay. I found that picture strange. Anyway.
1: <laughs> I mean, I honestly think that's why it was trending. But yeah, but yeah. yeah,
0: but it wasn't, it wasn't that her hair was blonde. Uh-huh. It was that it appeared to me uh-huh. that her skin was much lighter right. than it has been. Right. And um that that is an issue to black people. Right. Black right, people have right. a valid issue with, right. with, with, with right. that kind right. of stuff. Right. Right. Okay? So anyway. Alright. Now, what else do you want to drink? Oh yeah, so we wouldn't finish the thing.
1: I know we didn't uh, even talk about the
0: actual And we're not going to talk about that either. But we're just gonna say that the point is though that like that was the craziest thing that happened. Just some dude try to have sex. The craziest right. thing that happened in the in the whole bubble in hundreds of days right. is that some dude wanted to have sex real real bad. You know? Yeah. And that was it. Got kicked you, out for it. You yep. know? Yeah. And you know <laughs> what? Like But he did not get COVID. Relatable. Relatable. You know? Uh then the Lakers won the championship. Yep. You know? And like I said, we don't need to get into all that because we don't want to pile on the people with all of our Lakers. Nobody wants to hear all that. You know? Well. <laughs> You're like, I wanna do that. But I wanna talk about my birthday. Cause that made me want to drink. Because I just turned 39. Yeah. You know, on well just I don't wanna say day- what day. <laughs> but two days ago.
1: A few days ago, really yeah, recently. Yeah.
0: I turned 39 and it's been a really interesting experience for me because about this time every year, uh I look and I feel like shit. Like, because (laughs) like usually what happens is around my birthday, I like get in really good shape. And then over the course of the next 12 months, I destroy all that. I spend (laughs) I spend time destroying all that. So
1: Only to do it all over again. (laughs) Yeah,
0: so I'm about to start the process doing it all over again. But this is definitely the most destructive year I've had as far as just self-destruction. I'm sure
1: a lot of people yeah, wait like to that. Yeah, I think a lot of people feel that way. We yeah. all feel in
0: that way. It's been very depressing, but I'm just excited about this because this is my chance mm-hmm. to have another rebirth, a, a new <laughs> beginning, you know? And so what made me want to drink was all those days leading up to my birthday because I was like, I'm gonna drink a lot less after my birthday. So I gotta drink a lot more yeah. going into my birthday. No, nah,
1: you you really are like that. You know, and I, I can kind of, and so now I'm like, wait, so it's a year long, like plan, a so you can, cycle. so you can feel reborn.
0: It's not a plan. <laughs> the plan is to not do this again. Right, right, but right. This happened just, to me 39 times in a row.
1: Not 39 times. In a
0: row. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it didn't, yeah, I wasn't counting it. For the uh, the first few years, but still,
1: yeah, the first few yeah. few years, you didn't so, have much of a choice. But
0: uh, I went, you know, and I and I got to visit my dad. It was really cool, and my mother. Mm-hmm. But I bring up my dad because, uh, well, he sent me an article. You know, because my dad is somebody. Well, he's, he's my stepdad, but he's. A, He's a fucking great dad, right? Mm -hmm. Because to this day, he takes interest in anything I do. Like, it doesn't doesn't matter what I do because all I do really, like, is start things and never finish them. (laughs) Like, that's my life. But um, he takes interest in it, you know? Mm -hmm. So he sent me an article about beer.
1: Oh, yeah. He was saying something about
0: that. But, you know, um, he Mm -hmm. won't. He won't update my email. So he keeps sending it to my, my email that I'm not using anymore. And I'm like, Did you get did you get my did you get my email? Did he
1: resend it for you?
0: Nah, hell no, nah. I have to go I have to go, find it. I have to go find it. Did you get my email? Like, nah, I didn't get that. I don't, I don't use
1: I mean, that you know anymore. what? Like my parents do that too, where they're like,
0: yeah.
1: It it's this email, right? I'm like, what? No. You like I
0: update you on the emails. <laughs> they're like, I do. I've, I've, I've
1: updated you on yeah, emails already though, you know, like but it's just parents.
0: But like this guy's a hilarious character because he hits me up and he's like, "Hey, uh, did you get my email?" I'm like, no. And he says, "Uh, about the beer." I'm like, I, "I didn't get it though. Like, yeah. it, like it doesn't matter. Like, you can't describe it to me Right, now right. I didn't get it, and he and he's like, "Well, so I sent you the email." So I, I, so I think this is my other email because it happened before. I checked the email, um, and I found it. Oh, okay. But what he was saying to me when he was trying to figure out if I got it, was, it's about the brewery. Didn't you go to that that one? I don't know I'm doing this voice. I'm sorry. And he does not, not talk like, like that at all. It's about the brewery. I don't know. Did you go to that? And I was like, uh, yeah, I went to the, what's the, what's that, what's that brewery called? You know, the, uh, you know, <laughs> N- N- Napoleon. Uh. What? What else he say? <laughs> uh, the Duke of Wellington. Who, who is it now? And, and then my, my, my mom was like, The Battle of Waterloo? <laughs> and, and he's like, Yes! And I'm like, Wait, hold on. You can't remember Waterloo? But you remember the fucking Duke of Wellington? <laughs> like, anyway. So, yeah. So there's a brewery called Waterloo, for some reason named after Vicious Murderous Battle. And this is in Canada. Yeah. In well, that area
1: is called Waterloo. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's what uh Kotaro will say. Ko-chan will say. Oh okay. Well, it makes
0: sense now. <laughs> is that is that is that the same Waterloo?
1: <laughs> I don't know.
0: Napoleon was in Canada. I mean, he could have no. been in Canada. Is that why they speak French in Montreal? Napoleon, is over there. Anyway, look, I don't know history outside of America. I'm I'm American, and you know what? I'm so American that I neglected to realize that Canada also American. But anyway, though.
1: Wow. Well. <laughs> they're not out here being like, we're American. No,
0: they're Canadian. Yeah. Yeah, no, but they're still on this continent. Yes. So, he sent me this article.
1: Yeah, Waterloo's a city in uh, Ontario.
0: Yeah. And the article is about how smart breweries are becoming platforms now. And so, hmm. they're becoming like uh, social media entities. They're huh. evolving their business. Interesting. Yeah. So, this is an article... It's actually in a uh, Bloomberg, which I consider to be uh, like I don't know who the fuck re- reads Bloomberg aside from my dad and Michael Bloomberg. But <laughs> I'm like dog. Like I feel like like when I read Bloomberg articles, I'm like Bloomberg is writing to people who have more money than anyone in my family. <laughs> like you can see the the way that they the way that they write. They're writing for a specific audience. <laughs> Greedy people. But anyway, though, um, this article is really interesting. You know, and so um, for some reason, now, first of all, I didn't know that Waterloo Brewing uh-huh. had enough money to spend $65 million to expand its facilities.
1: Apparently, it is publicly traded.
0: Wow. 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 And now they're kind of trying to transform themselves Mm -hmm. into, uh, let's read this paragraph. What's interesting here is beyond the booze is that Waterloo is essentially shifting from a pipes business model to platform. So-called pipe businesses create something, push it down the channel, and hope people like it. Platform businesses simply connect producers to consumers. Hmm. So, they are becoming more, like, they're trying to become more like a beer publisher slash distributor. Huh. Like, they're trying to get into, like, the middleman game. Interesting. You know? And I think that a lot of, because I feel like this is something that Stone's gonna be doing Mm -hmm, and these mm -hmm. other breweries that are, like, that make a lot of money using their connections by helping expand the reach and distribution of smaller microbreweries. You know? Uh-huh. So, the the article ends with, to borrow another metaphor, the brewery used to be a TV network. Now it's YouTube. More accurately, it's a little bit of both. Netflix may be the best analogy, or HBO offering a catalog of original creation and stuff made elsewhere. The drinks business may be chaos, but as they said on Game of Thrones, chaos is a ladder. Huh. So... This is an article in Bloomberg, The Sunday Strategist. Smart breweries are becoming platforms. Interesting. And you know what? It was a really cool article, and I Uh appreciate that my dad, who uh, definitely is uh, part of Tax Bracket Internet, um, (laughs) is uh, reading Bloomberg and telling me about this stuff. So very interesting from a business standpoint. What made you want to drink?
1: Um. Oh, okay. So, during this whole time that we haven't uh been doing this, I I don't know if I mentioned this, so I was playing Final Fantasy 7 Remake. Did you beat it? And I beat it. Yes. Which also seems like a long time ago. So, after I was done playing that, I mean, I'm still playing Animal Crossing, but after I beat uh Final Fantasy 7 Remake, I kind of was like, I kind of want to play another game aside from Animal Crossing. And so I decided to try uh, Ghost of Tsushima.
0: it's uh, like a huge deviation for, for you from the types of games you normally play.
1: Yeah, no, no, this was my first, like, sandbox game, uh, even though I did play, like, a little bit of Yakuza, which is like a sandbox game, but, like... It's still a little bit different because those are like little smaller areas, you know. And this one is like really like open world. Um, and I was kind of unsure how, how I would do. Um, because I'm not really uh, a good technical gamer. You know, I, I button mash. Um, I'm really, I think it just... I'm just don't have interest. I'm the opposite from William in that I'm not that interested in practicing moves over and over again to perfect them. You know, so I'm like, I just kind of draw a line. If it's like something where I'm like, I have to practice it in order to like really be able to execute it, then I kind of like give up. You know what I mean? I haven't really like followed through enough. So I wasn't sure what kind of game this was gonna be and if I was gonna be able to manage it. But I mean, yeah, of course I have to practice. I mean, you practice and you get better to an extent, you know? And I think that it like skill level wise, it's perfect in that it's like not too easy but not too hard for me. And so I've been playing it like little bits at a time and it's been really fun. I've been really enjoying it. I, I mean, it's a really popular game, so I'm not like gonna get into, you know, the details of the game, but but it's been fun. So, so these are my
0: observations from having <laughs> gotten the opportunity to watch you okay. play this type of game for the first time. Yes. So one thing that I want to be clear about <laughs> is I'm an asshole, oh. and I say that because. I don't like when she watches me play certain video games. Because oh, uh-huh. I get pissed. I yeah. play very hard, high execution. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like game. a weird,
1: like, masochistic, like, yeah. in that sense.
0: And if I feel like I'm being laughed at, I'm getting mad. <laughs> I'm embarrassed to say But, it. like,
1: I feel like I'm never laughing at You're you. You're
0: not. But if I feel like I am.
1: But I'm not. I feel like I honestly, be at. honestly. Well, I am not paying attention. I know.
0: That's this is a story about <laughs> me being crazy. This I know. This the thesis was I'm an asshole.
1: <laughs> <A> paranoid <laughs> asshole.
0: <laughs> Let's be clear. So now, like my observations mm-hmm. when she first started playing the game, like she said, she was a horrible death masher <laughs> and it's really bad. And she panicked every where she went like she'd just be running around like a chicken with her head cut off very disoriented and constantly panicking and if she would try to do something like whatever move she would try to execute she would fail at it right um and it would it was so hilarious so after a while you know And I
1: would just like my vision I'm like not facing the right way right. so I can't even see what I'm doing.
0: And she streams too so sometimes you know you can people can see her playing. So she would be streaming and I would take a nap sometimes. A <laughs> few naps later, I come out and I see her playing the game and what the hell she's good. <laughs> like she became like I remember like I was just watching her get killed. Yeah. There was some transformation where <laughs> she became the killer and now she is just murdering people throughout Japan in this game.
1: No, just Tsushima. <laughs> okay,
0: okay, 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 just the islands. Yes. Okay, just in this Even
1: like, I think there's three maps or something. I'm still in the first map, so I'm just still in this one
0: area. But to this day... It's pretty big, though. Uh-huh. To this day, uh-huh. every time I get comfortable and look away, uh-huh. she gets mauled by a bear.
1: Oh my god, the bear! She starts
0: screaming. It's the funniest the bear. thing. Every time I relax... She's screaming, and a bear... Somehow that bear always comes from off-camera. Somehow the somehow, yeah, yeah, somehow no, bear no. always hits you from off-camera, and then it throws you like 20 feet. Yeah. And it's so funny. Occasionally she kills the bear. But regardless of whether she kills the bear or the bear kills her, it's a screaming fit.
1: Yeah, no, once the bear... Okay, so if you see the bear at enough of a distance... Sometimes you see the bear and it's already like engaged with like an NPC, like, you know, people trying to hunt it or whatever, right? So then they're like, the bear's distracted so you can like shoot an arrow or whatever. But like once the bear sees you and I'm like trying to shoot an arrow and this is another thing about uh, me with games, I'm very bad at aiming, okay? Okay. So, long-range weapons where I have to fucking aim, forget about it.
0: Also, you know... <laughs> I'm horrible. I, gotcha. can I just mentioned this too. Yeah. So, like... Um, Arrows,
1: guns, horrible. Can't do it.
0: In the past, like, when I would game with people who weren't as experienced with me uh-huh. as, as I am, uh-huh. my inclination would be, well, let me help you with some things. Uh-huh. And so I would help them with some things to get past. Uh-huh. I can't help her with anything <laughs> because she does something that is against my gaming religion. She inverts her camera, oh. and, <laughs> and I hate it. All of you people who invert
1: your was XY that? axes, okay,
0: okay, like you people make me sick. You're you're was you're, that you're, not wrong? Okay, and look, I was was there there ever
1: a a time when that was normal and then it somehow got flipped at some point? No,
0: it was always what I was doing was normal, which is why it was called normal, and what you guys were doing was wrong, which is why it was called inverted. (laughs)
1: Because I don't know, you
0: invert people are so weird. Imagine driving a car like that. When you turn the wheel left, you go left in the car. You know what, though? I... You're, dri- you're steering it like there's a rudder in the back.
1: I think I uninverted inverted it for this, though. Did you un-invert it? I feel like I did. did I don't you? know.
0: Last time I played... Maybe not. Last time I played on your game, uh huh. it was inverted. And I yeah, was so, maybe it is so mad that I just was like, I, just, I guess I gotta just watch you. Do this. But it doesn't matter. You don't need my help. You got really good at this game. And it's been really fascinating and fun to watch. Uh, I would, you know, love for people to see it. I hope so you stream more. <laughs> it's hilarious. You're, you're great at this. Uh
1: Once I learned the stealth just sneaking and assassinating, I was like, yes. Because the reason I like sneaking and assassinating, because, like, be- I'm just... In games and in, like, sports and shit like that, I'm bad at reacting to things and I'm bad at things that have a timer. That's why I'm terrible at, like, Super Mario. I'm getting because... a lot of
0: grapefruit now in the uh, ripe. hmm You know, like, mm. a, like, a lot of, like, the old-school, like, yeah. grapefruitiness.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I wasn't
0: getting earlier. You know, my mouth's kind of saturated with beer flavors.
1: Mm. So, like with with like super mario is like the worst game for me because it's moving, right? Their enemies that are coming at you regardless. Like you got to keep moving and you have to react to it and you have to jump over like ho- like ditches and shit. Like I'm very bad at jumping um, from one surface to another where there's a hole and if you don't land perfectly then you fucking die or whatever, you know? Like I'm very bad at that.
0: Imagine if life was like that.
1: Like, I mean, it's not, and that's why I'm alive right now. (laughs) (laughs) If that was not the case, I would have been dead, like, decades ago. You know, and so, like, so so with the the, uh, sneaking and the assassination, it's, as long as you don't get caught, it's at your pace, you know? So, I think I do better when it's at my, Mm -hmm. like, when I get to decide. I think so. You know, so...
0: But it's a really good game. It's a beautiful game. Yeah, no, it's beautiful. And, you know... It's
1: fun. It's fun.
0: Misa is definitely a gamer. I would describe her as someone who is a gamer. But, you know, there are levels to it, you Mm -hmm. know. Uh, I would say she's more close to the casual side. Mm -hmm. Um, She's not playing super hardcore games. This is one of the most hardcore games she's played. And it's, it's still pretty casual. Like, anyone... No, it's a popular game. It's game a mainstream trial game. And error, mm-hmm. error. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no doubt. But yeah. What yeah. I'm saying is, when I say hardcore, uh-huh. I just mean like you know, it's a. It requires. A skill. Gaming skills. Not, not you have skills, but certain gaming skills yeah. that were developed from the time that we yes. were that we were playing Mario, like you mentioned. Yeah. You know, because so much of gaming. Uh-huh as it is organized, uh-huh. is a result of legacy. You yeah. know, so much of the yeah. way that we think about games that we process things. And, you know, I was watching my friend play a game on Twitch the uh-huh. other day. He was uh-huh. playing this game called God Hand, uh-huh. which came out on PlayStation 2. It's a pretty old game. <laughs> mm-hmm. And the camera's fucked up compared to what we have now. Hmm. And so, as he was playing the game, he kept trying to adjust the camera, but he couldn't. The right. thing didn't it do stuck. that. yeah. And so, he was like, I gotta uh s- stop thinking uh-huh. with my next general mind. Right, right. The 2020.
1: You know? Yeah. Right.
0: And so it was <laughs> interesting to hear him talk about that legacy of yeah. having to regress his mind right. back to the PlayStation. Right. You know? So it's just very interesting, you know, the uh you know how we've built on these foundations and have these wonderfully complex games. Yeah, know? because
1: uh what was But that? also
0: immersive and uh intuitive.
1: Yeah because uh um Resident Evil, Love that I, f- game. I forget if we were watching something or something, but like the older ones where the camera was like purposefully trash, right? You know, and Fixed
0: camera bad controls, tanky controls, right?
1: You know, and I mean I get it because it, that's like a horror like game, right. so you're trying to kind of limit your right. your vision, right? So you don't see what's coming. Mm-hmm. So I get it. It's like it, it's really like you know it matches what the game is trying to do you know but like yeah yeah no there there are certain things even playing like animal crossing i'm like ah oh, like i wish i could get better angles or views of yeah things you know but yeah it's it's kind of limited
0: so a lot more things made us want to drink and we're yes. gonna get into those, but we're gonna save some of them yes. for next time because mm-hmm. we talked a lot. Yeah. You know, but there's one last thing that I do want to talk about that made me want to drink. Okay. And that yeah. was that we got to be on another podcast.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. we uh-huh. were not
0: on this podcast. Uh-huh. We were on Mark Tonight N T R. Yep. So what the hell is that, right? Well, it's <laughs> a Japanese uh-huh. basketball or NBA mostly podcasts, but they talk about some other things too. So there was a show called Mark Tonight. Mm-hmm. What was that? What was the original Mark Tonight? It was Mark. Is that still going?
1: No, he hasn't been. He, he hasn't been doing
0: it. Okay. Yet. Yeah, but okay. well, well, I, I know it's Mark. Yeah, yeah. And what's he doing tonight? What's he talking about?
1: He was talking about the NBA.
0: Okay. Yeah. And so then. How did this spin-off come into creation? and also uh-huh. can you please tell me and the audience what is NTR? I had to explain that.
1: I mean I don't okay so, Mark... so what
0: does NTR stand for?
1: uh okay okay well NTR stands for... I think it's like,
0: because if neto- I say it, it just outs me as as a pervert. Net.
1: I think it's it's like <laughs> I don't know if it's technically like netori or netorare or both. It's both, both right? Yes. So basically, okay. So the reason it's called this, I had to explain the reason before I explain what that means. Because so there was this. Uh, nba podcast called bark tonight by this guy named mark he he's uh like a japanese half japanese half american guy and uh so he was doing this uh basketball podcast and i was i've been on it a couple times like a few times and then he also had different guests on and he had uh like a couple guys not sub for him, but he, it was almost like he, it was on his platform, but he had these guys do a, a, like a spinoff podcast where Mark wasn't even in it. But he was kind of like, oh, oh, you guys can do it because I feel like you guys would be funny, you know what I mean? So, I think it was he was kind of more like producing it in a mm-hmm. way. So, he got these two guys who were these uh, Memphis Grizzlies fans to do this Mark Tonight NTR as a spinoff. And the reason it was called I don't know if it was called NTR at the point at that point at the beginning, but it is now, but right? then eventually it became Mark Tonight NTR, and then they added like a, a you know, more people, so there's five people now, and NTR is like netori netorare, which means it's like, I think it's a category of porn, right, where, uh,
0: I don't, I don't appreciate you saying right to me like, I, like I'm some kind of expert, which I am. Yeah, I mean, I you're looking at, at me I like you know what it is, but you're just waiting for me to explain I just don't appreciate it. you doing that. I mean, you would know more than me. That's basically what's going on right now. Yeah.
1: I mean, I'm just looking at your face. <laughs> um, where me. it's, it's, <laughs> I mean, would it be, I mean, is this appropriate to say Would
0: Okay, look, basically, uh, <coughs> fine, I will do it. <laughs> basically, it is, uh, NTR, netto Dare, is what Jerry Falwell Jr. was doing. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, uh-huh, you got uh-huh. it. But you know what he's doing? He he was watching uh, someone else have sex with his wife. Okay, right, right, And that's basically what NTR is. It is the idea of um, they call it they, they call it cuckolding over here. It's yeah, the idea, yeah. I was gonna say yeah. yeah. It's the idea. I wasn't of, sure if it was
1: appropriate to say or not.
0: Of being aroused. By, by somebody watching else. Someone else, else do what you're supposed to be doing. I don't know why
1: elf. Somebody else. Somebody else?
0: Yeah. That's the wildest. That's the wild. Like, like, now, I thought that <laughs> I was the porn expert. You on some different shit. You Fantasy are... porn.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So, you watching The Lord, Nick, Lord, Lord so, of the Rings porn?
1: <laughs> right? I mean, I'm sure there is. I'm sure there's like a, uh, what's his name? Le- Legulus?
0: Yo, third legolas. <laughs> <laughs>
1: wow. You know what? I fully believe that that exists. That has to exist. Um, but yeah, yeah. So Netoru is like uh, the person who is would be the one taking somebody's wife, and Netorare is like so the. Netoru.
0: Is Netoru the, is like is, an is active. That's the pool boy.
1: That's the pool boy. Pool okay. boy, yeah. The one who's doing it. And netor lareru, lareru is more like the passive tense, meaning it's that's the husband.
0: The Jerry who, Falwell Jr.
1: Yeah, who is being uh whatever you know. Yeah. So so the reason it's called that is because it was original. I mean, it's still called Mark tonight, even though Mark has nothing to do with this at this point. Um, but it's called Martin and Tr. It's hilarious to me that they just never changed the name. Yeah. Um, but it's because it's it's almost like I mean, Mark let it happen. I mean, he he
0: did, he did he ever?
1: Yeah, but I mean, he he asked them to do this. But but I mean, I guess that's how it works, though, right?
0: Yeah,
1: that's how it um, works. And so right, so it's because they kind of took over. It's a spinoff, right. and that's what that's the gist of it.
0: Yeah. So we did this show. Yeah. And it was really fun. They invited us on to talk about So it was
1: two guys from the show. Yeah. Yeah.
0: They invited us on to talk about Lakers basketball, Mm -hmm. talk about basketball in general. I did make fun of the Clippers quite a Mm -hmm. bit. This
1: was right during the finals. Yeah, this was a yeah, we were in between game three
0: and game four of the NBA finals. So we just lost. Yeah. Actually, yeah, yeah.
1: It was like the day we lost. And so,
0: you know, she was very down about it. During the time, but it was I wasn't said. that down. I was
1: like, we got this.
0: Um, yeah, but you don't, you would never say that. No, 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 I would never I mean, say no that. I'm
1: gonna say that now.
0: But yeah, and we also, it was my pleasure uh-huh. to discuss Black Lives Matter.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Uh, it was a rare opportunity to provide a Japanese audience uh-huh. with some firsthand understanding of why we say Black Lives Matter. Uh And it was something that I took very seriously. Um, I researched very thoroughly to make sure that I just understood what I was talking about Uh and was able to back up the position that I have. The position, you you, you may be surprised that my position is that Black Lives do actually matter. Your uh, own
1: life. Look at that. How polarizing.
0: What a jerk I am, right? (laughs) You did say Uh, you were an asshole, so. (laughs) So, um, but uh, basically what I did was I talked about history Mm -hmm. of this country Mm -hmm. and how we ended up at this point, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. And Misa helped with translating it. Uh Uh-huh. And it was, a, it was a pretty good, long, and illuminating discussion, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, for me, something that's very important is I find that a lot of people speak on issues that are very serious, like human rights issues, mm-hmm. uh, without knowing information and mm-hmm. without caring to do the research, but they speak with authority. Mm-hmm. And I never appreciate that because they say things that justify further human rights abuses Uh Uh, unintentionally a lot of the times and sometimes you know intentionally so I really wanted to make sure and not do that Uh, so you know um, what I did instead was the approach that I took was to just talk about America's history and list a few of the times just maybe 1% Mm -hmm. of the times That America, at a legislative level, said specifically that black lives do not matter. So these are, you know, various Jim Crow laws, um, voter suppression that we see even now, Uh, you know, um, the 13th Amendment, various laws that have come into place that were just uh, criminalizing people based on the color of their skin. Mm -hmm. So, I felt that if people could hear a slice of this history, then they could come to their own conclusions Mm -hmm. on this. Um, So, if you'd like to listen to it, you know, it's out there on, you can find it on Mark Tonight.
1: Well, I'll link it.
0: Yeah, we'll we'll link it. But, um, you know, like I said, I was really happy to do it. It definitely, you know, it's not, To be clear, I was happy to do it because I felt like, look, this is an audience that doesn't have the opportunity to hear someone Uh speak intelligently on it Uh uh, in a way that people in America do have the opportunity and choose not to. Uh So this is not something that I would extend to Americans I have to say that mm-hmm. you know um I will not do the courtesy of talking about um of teaching Americans about readily access well, information I mean about oppression.
1: some people need it though
0: well you know what but I think that um it's so readily available mm-hmm. that a lot of times when people ask black people uh-huh. To explain to them, right, 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 they're just right. saying, "Explain why you deserve to exist." Right, and I don't right. agree. no, I you don't gotta, agree you gotta with that. Yeah, you, you gotta, gotta do it if it's relatively available I don't agree to with you. That, you know, and yeah. I found that I've tried to do this work uh, for you know several years of my life in yeah, trying no, it's to help not people your responsibility. It's not my responsibility. It's not. You know, um, yeah. but uh, what I found is that most people who uh, come here and want to discuss it with me. Mm-hmm. They just want to argue with me, right. or they're coming in bad faith. Right. They don't want to listen right. to, you know, um, what is I think a human rights issue. Right. So. No, it is. Yeah, I know, but you know, I just have to capture it and saying this is how I feel about it. So uh, we will make sure to link that. But it was, you know, it was a it was a very fun time, and we got got to make a lot of jokes talking about uh, basketball. And you know there were so many things that there's so much, like the history of America, especially uh, the place of people of color within it, mm-hmm. is just endlessly exhausting. The type, yeah, of, like you know, so there's so much that I couldn't even really talk about all of the connections to just simply basketball, like mm-hmm. how many basketball players or coaches mm-hmm. have stories of. Brutality or yeah. barbarism, or having their homes burned down, right. or having their legs broken by police for no reason. Yeah. Or just like these are like, these are real people. This is not history, it's now.
1: Being tased, yeah. All kind yeah, of shit. you know, like, so yeah.
0: Um, it was just, you know, something that I really just wanted to uh, bring up as a thing that I was able to do with. Misa and with the guys from Martinite Tonight NTR mm-hmm. that, you know, in during this pandemic gave me a few days to have a sense of purpose and do some research mm-hmm. and think about some things and recontextualize some things. Mm-hmm. Really nice. Mm-hmm. Anything you want to say about that?
1: Um, I mean, yeah, it was, it was a long Sort of, I mean, it ended up being long because I had to translate in between. Um, But yeah, no, it was good. I don't, you know, because it was long and translating in between, I don't know how many people were able to like listen to the full episode. But I did, we did get like a few responses where they did hear the whole thing, you know, over the course of how, however long it took them. Um, And that you know, like so. I feel like even if there was just one person who listened to it and felt like they got something out of it, it was worth the time. Right.
0: You well, know? I just appreciate that the guys from Mark Tonight uh-huh. reached out and gave us the opportunity yeah. to do it yeah. because for someone in this time mm-hmm. to just say, hey. I just want to listen, man. Yeah. It's extremely valuable. We could all benefit from that uh, for, you know, because everyone and all subgroups are going through some shit, Yeah, you know, and we could all benefit from just trying to listen to people's stories, uh, listen to what people have to say, listen to people's perspectives on their pain. Uh Because I find that generally when people are, Trying to historically talk about their pain,
1: uh-huh.
0: one thing that I find is that you have to do so without getting emotional, uh-huh. or people disregard your pain right. for some reason, even though it's pain. Right. And the other thing is that we just people who are talking about their pain,
1: uh-huh.
0: I find. That's a very honest time for people because they're trying to explain their pain.
1: Right. And that's a vulnerable thing. Right.
0: You know, so it's not, it's, you know, it's not about an agenda. Right. You know? Right. So now we are about to wrap this up, Uh but I just want to give you guys a little taste of what's going to be going on in the future. Okay. So we are going to be talking, we're going to talk about Oktoberfest.
1: Okay.
0: We're going to do that. Okay. We got some beers. Even though it's technically over. Uh, It's Uh technically over, but we still got the beers. Yes. And
1: And you know what I was thinking? We've been
0: enjoying it. What's that?
1: We've been drinking the Oktoberfest beers, but we have not had any brats.
0: I'm sorry. You really you really came out hot with that. Like I didn't like I not No, know because really. I
1: just realized this right before we started this podcast and I was like, "Oh my god, we haven't fucking had any brats to go with the Oktoberfest beers and I felt like we were cheating ourselves."
0: <laughs> well, we'll we'll correct that. Yes. We'll definitely correct some that. Brats and beer. Um we uh you know there's some things that we did, like we did Fresh Fest, DigiFest, so we got to talk about that. Oh yeah. That. Uh-huh. You know, which was a black beer festival online. Yeah, it, was
1: that August? Was, I feel like it was August. Yeah, it, it was
0: very cool. We want to talk about that. Uh-huh. Um, we also have more Temescal beers. Yes. Because my mother, my beautiful mother, <laughs> she got me 24 Temescal beers yes. for my birthday. So we are going to do... Temescal, six part different
1: two. beers. Yeah. for each, not twenty-four different beers. Right. Yeah. Because that so would be kind of crazy. We're going to
0: do Temescal Part Two. Yeah. And talk about that very soon. So look forward to that. These are some very good beers. Yes. We're really excited about them. Yes. We want to talk about Oktoberfest beers. Yes. We want to talk about collaborative beers. We want to talk about. Yeah, all kinds of things. we had to do that. There are a lot of things that we meant to do, but we just didn't get around to it because you know what. We had to do this basketball thing. We had we we have been drinking too much to drink for the show.
1: So yeah. we're gonna
0: correct that now and we're gonna drink less and drink more for the show. Mm-hmm. And we wanna be back with you guys. If you guys are sticking with us, thank you so much. If you yep. guys have been waiting for us, you know, thank you so much. Thank you. Hopefully, you know, we can uh, regain your trust and get
1: back into it. Yeah,
0: get back into your lives. And we would love to take some questions from you yes. for next time. So please get those questions to us. You can get them to us on any of our platforms of which we are going to go through now. So, Misa, how can they find this on ye old internet?
1: Drinklocal.tv
0: And what about Facebook's own Instagram?
1: You threw me off with Facebook because I was like, oh, we don't have a Facebook. Um, Instagram. At drink local TV,
0: and on Twitter,
1: at drink local TV.
0: All right. So we're gonna get back with you next time. Hopefully, we'll have some surprises. I think that there are some things that we want to change up with regarding to with regards to how we, you know, uh, provide content. Oh, okay. And you know, we'll try to figure that out in the coming weeks. But why not? Until then. Guys, thank you so much for hanging out with us. And Misa, hey, I'm so glad to be back with you and talking with you and having this good time with you. Mm -hmm. We needed this. These beers were fantastic. Thank you so much to Dan and Amber. Yep, thank you. And anybody who wants to contact us about any of this stuff for any reason, feel free to do so. She hit you with all the information. Until then, bottoms up.